Welcome to Somewhat Nerdy Radio. We are your hosts. I am Snarfgress. I'm Critter. And I'm Danger. The whole team is back together again. Welcome back to the show. This is this is weird. It's almost like a reunion show. It is. It's it like, is. oh man, they're all back together after all these years, months. It's, I don't know, guys. It feels like I just saw you last week. <laughs> it, it, it hasn't. It's been... Um, <laughs> Let's see. Um, our last episode came out June 18th of this year. So it's been about two months, coming up on two months. Uh, we've been pretty busy with life and um, non-not podcasting. But we're back. Um, we're going to uh, do what we always say and uh, commit ourselves to. We're going to get back on schedule and try to release podcasts <laughs> on time. Uh, I, yeah, I don't like to put that on the, yeah, yeah. the world. I'm it's just... not. We're not. We're, 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 uh, we're going to try to get better. That's what there, we're going to do. There you do, go. So. You got to use qualifiers and be vague. Yeah, super vague. You're either listen to a podcast every two weeks or you will not from us. How about that? Is that vague enough? That's good. I like That's it. That's good. Every that now and then you'll hear, leeway. every now and then there will be a new issue of Somewhere Nerdy Radio. Uh, between two weeks and maybe three months. Sometimes in between there. Um, yeah. At least or not. Or whatever. not. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> At least two or three more this year. I'm guaranteed. Guaranteed. It. Guaranteed. It'll be more Ooh, than... See, see, I don't like the guarantee word. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm doing it. Because I'm, um, I'm committed to my To at fans. least two to three podcasts more this year? Yes. That's what you're saying. This year. I, I can guarantee that one. How, how are you going to say you're three fans? Maybe they left. You know, you haven't yeah. been on the show for a while, man. You lost us three fans. I live on in the hearts and minds <laughs> of my three fans for Go sure. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have a Patreon page. Uh, thank you for everybody that's donated to the show. Uh, we also have a new Discord page, where which we'll all be on talking. You can talk to us about any topic you want. we got a bunch of different Discord channels. I think that's what they're called. Uh, I don't run that or know anything about it, but we're going to be using that more often. It seems like a really easy way to connect with all of us pretty quickly. All our social media, we're going to try to get better at, since I think we suck at social media. I'll probably migrate some people on over from my, my gaming groups. <laughs> my gaming groups? My gaming groups. They're going to bring some spicy memes and uh it's gonna be a great time on this discord server god i'm so old <laughs> i don't understand anything were you gonna call them memes is that what was gonna happen oh i love memes. <laughs> i love memes <laughs> i love memes uh go follow the other shows in the network uh future flicks with billion which is continuing to trugs on was his awesome ass show billion is awesome uh he is the cornerstone in the the rock of the somewhat nerdy podcast network. He's the one that keeps us motivated yeah. to keep putting out content. Like he gets putting out a uh, podcast, and I'm like, man, he's he passed this up a very long time ago. I guess I'll put out a podcast this week. Just to, I don't want to let Billiam down. So, and I just kind of like the guy. <laughs> so, uh, and then we also have Nurse to the Square Circle, which is uh, hosted by me. Also, so if you like the sound of my voice for some strange f-ing reason, uh, I host that show with uh, Sammy Kiss. Yeah, we do that show every week. Which is also surprising that I am dedicated to doing a show every week and I can't do this one once a month. (laughs) (laughs) What does that say about you and me, Randall? (laughs) It's a a heavy commitment, man. It is a heavy commitment. Uh, These guys, once a month, it's like, it's a bit much. So anyway, um, we haven't been together in a really long time. But in that time, a lot of things have changed in a lot of our lives. Let's start with Danger, since nobody's heard from you in at Danger. least six months, I What's think. What's been up, man? How are things? I've been you better say something trains. better. <laughs> okay. 
better than what? Better than uh, nothing. I'm just like just busy. Working. Just working. working. That's what you normally do. Nobody's heard from you in six months. Life story. Go. Just working. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been riding trains as a true blue train conductor. I think it's... you talked about that on the podcast. So you got a new. Your engineer is I'm that a, what it's called or a conductor? I'm a conductor. Like an in uh, a train conductor. Yeah. Okay. So I'd be responsible for like all the brakes, you know, on the train. So, so it doesn't run into things or slow down. Stop when you want it to stop. Gotcha. Because there are actually films about runaway trains. Yeah, I've seen Speed. No, not, the Speed was on a bus. Never mind. You're Just disappointing me. There's a Steven Seagal <laughs> film. What's that called? Dark Territory. That's not... Under it, Siege. Under Siege, yes. Under oh, Siege under was Siege. on a boat. No, Under Siege 2. Dark under Territory. Two. I'm telling you, it's Under Siege Dark Territory. I'm looking it up right now, motherfucker. <laughs> well, I would be that young Steven Seagal karate chopping people to make sure that the brake system stayed on. Under Siege. Between me, between Herc and myself, you better believe that America's yeah, Herc's uh, engineer on their railroad, right? That's right. Yeah. So he's the one that actually turns the steering wheel for the the train? Because that's what they have, steering wheels. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do they have steering wheels on trains? Oh my god, no, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Is you that the name 50 of it? Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying Under you anything. Under Siege 2, Dark Territory is the movie. So that's uh, because Critter was right. They're going through a dead zone, and that's why no one can reach them. Dark Territory. Dark Territory in the mountains or whatever. the name. I don't think I've ever seen part two, by the way. Funny thing, there's actually Dark Territory on the rails where GPS doesn't keep track of you. Really? So that's an actual thing. The signals are not controlled by dispatch. They talk about this in Under Siege 2. I've never seen Under Siege 2. They can't tell where you are. So, like, that's a real thing. I've never seen Under Siege 2. That's why the terrorists chose that point in Under Siege 2 to attack the the train. The only thing I even remember about the first one is the, the chick popping out of the cake. Oh, yeah. Boobs. Boobs. I get you. Yeah. I get you. That's like that's the, my only memory scene, of it. <laughs> so what else? What do you want from me here? <laughs> You've been playing any video games? Seen any movies? Drinking oh, any beer? I mean. I've branched out. I play a couple of different video games. Play, I play this game called Rust. It's pretty toxic. Yeah, it, it makes me feel real good you, about myself. You play the most hideous like slit my wrist video games ever that's out there it's not fun no none of everything you play someone's day god this is why i can't get in in, into any of those communities you play that and what's the other one you play dota that that one that was the worst that's the worst you're the worst type of person i know and you're so nice how does that happen you know what makes me really nice is that i never got on your minecraft server (laughs) this is true (laughs) Because I know how to make dynamite in that game. Me and Herc uh, <laughs> run a um, Minecraft server every once in a while. And we only invite certain people. And I'm realizing you never got on there with us. And you've been invited. So that might be a good thing. It was an act of kindness. <laughs> because I know y'all really, really valued your constructions in that game. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. I'm an artist. <laughs> how about you, Critter? How you, how you been? How you been doing? Oh, man. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint when's the last time we actually talked, but I went to Europe. It was right before you went to Europe, I think. Okay, yeah. went to Europe. Which uh, which part of Europe? I went to Brussels. Where, How was that? Where is Brussels? Belgium. Yeah, Belgium? Where is that at? I'm an American. I don't know where anything <laughs> Spain? is. Spain? It's in Spain? It's in Belgium. Is that a, like a That's a country? A country. Oh, that's a country. <laughs> that's a, gotcha. that's a country. <laughs> it's, it's next to Germany. It's though, next right? to Germany. Right. Above France. Good beer, then. <laughs> awesome beer. Yeah. Awesome beer. So this was the problem that I faced 
going to Belgium. I always thought everybody was like, they, you know, went to Europe and came back and like, oh, the beer is so much better in Europe. Is it warm? No. They said it was cold. It's, it's, yeah. It's okay. not like, it's not like ice cold, like right above freezing Bud Lights, but they're just, you know, normal chilled beers, you know, like a normal temperature. Right, right. But the, you go there and you're expecting the beer just to be like whatever. And then it's like, man, God, all right, this beer is way better. And you get so mad because they don't have to do craft beers they don't have to do like oh i'm doing this uh mango citrus ipa they're like oh here's a beer and you're like ah damn that's a good beer well the recipes have been refined over like a thousand years (laughs) (laughs) so went there um and i uh i had the they have uh belgium is big for fries and waffles so I don't know how waffles. Obviously, I don't not waffle fries. Surprisingly, yeah, really, <laughs> it feels like it should be right there. <laughs> but uh, the fries they cover in some kind of mayonnaise-based sauce, and they have like thirty different sauces that they cover fries in. They give them in a cone or something. They give you a little fork when they dump all this mayonnaise-based sauces on top of it, and you eat it with a little fork out of this little. Cone. What, it's like mayo and like it's all kinds of different stuff. Okay, but right. it's mayo-based it's like, sauces, it's like cane sauce somewhat i mean they have black pepper and ketchup they have sauces you've never heard of like and they're and they're they're everywhere so if you go to a place and you're like i want samurai sauce they know exactly what you're talking really yeah you go to a place and you're like i want mammoth sauce they know exactly what you're talking about and it's not it kind of looks like it (laughs) but biscuits with the white gravy so i mean they do they do all that and the fries are are good but you just feel like man a little bit more salt in these bad boys also they do waffles everywhere and I ate waffles out of these places, and you're like, oh, yeah, that was good. But then I went to the grocery store in Belgium and bought, like, how you would buy Pop-Tarts, but of waffles. And those were so much better. I was like, holy crap, these are amazing. Why, do, why doesn't the waffle place just do these? These are amazing. I was so mad about that. Um, I went to Europe for, like, two weeks. Um, before that, I got in a little tiff with my boss, and I quit my job. Because he cursed me out in front of another employee. So Congratulations. I was, like, I was like, all right, man, I got to go. This has been a subject that we've not brought up on the podcast, but uh, Critter's job sucked like a lot for the past like three, three years. years. Yeah. Um, so it's a subject he's never let us talk about on the podcast because obviously you work for a company and you just want, don't want to do that. Uh, but I'm so happy for you that you quit your job. I, you just seem happier. Oh, man. Well, yes. So for a while there, I was unemployed for a very long time and it was very tough finding a job. It was very tough finding a job that would pay me to what I was making. I'll say that about the job. They pay me relatively well for a graphic designer. And most places do not pay that high for even any experienced graphic designer. At this point, I have over 15, you know, 15 years of experience and they're like, you know, so it's just one of those things that I just like, oh, man, it was just hard to find a job because they're not hiring a lot of people. And I ended up getting a job somewhere else doing something completely different. And I didn't think it would be like, oh, well, and, and I'm just really happy about where things are right now. That's good. So. man. That's good. I'm very happy for you. I know it takes a lot to make a stand like that. Oh, and man. it's good that you know your value. I told you you should have quit a long time ago. Well, it, it wasn't. I an, wanted to beat up your boss. It wasn't until he cursed me out in front of another person. And the thing was, I thought it was a perfect time to do it because I thought it would hurt him the most, to be honest with you. <laughs> because he, uh, a week before, his brother-in-law quit. That's so, awesome. So That's awesome. Out of the blue, no notice, just didn't show up one day. Sent in a letter, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in the same thing. I'm going to do the same thing a week later. Dominoes, baby. Dominoes. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I don't hear from them or anything, so it's not a big deal. I That's mean, good. That's good. But, Move on, man. Move um, on. Other than that, uh, just I've been cooked back into cooking. Yeah? So... Yeah. Still haven't had one of your hamburgers. And that's your fault. I invite you over all the time. I've been to your house now. 
once. <laughs> so is that what you got cooking good looking? Oh, man. Burgers on the grill? Burgers? Apparently his burgers are good, uh, they from are good. what I'm told. I am going to look at him right now and just believe it. I believe it. He's got a hamburger shirt on right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm I'm not lying. Uh, I'm gonna take a picture and I'm gonna post it on Instagram. But yeah, I'm, I'm like I like cooking, so it's fun to actually do it. Last night I actually made uh, Dorito nachos, so I took spicy nacho Doritos as my tortilla chip, made a white queso, put that on there, ground beef, uh, pineapple pico de gallo, and then you know sour cream, and it was actually pretty good. You know what bothers me about what he's talking about? And that he makes hamburgers and stuff like that. He has fat friends sitting in the room right now. Fat friends. Like, we, we obviously like food. Yeah. You have never made me anything. Other than, you made me, what was that that you brought over here the, one time? It was like a cookie, something. It was super sweet. Oh, that was my that was my Ghostbuster ice cream sandwich. That's what it was. It was no ice cream, but it was just the cookie bar, right? No, no, I brought you the whole thing. Did you? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, because man, we drink way too much. Yeah, I definitely did that yeah. because it was an ecto. Something was really sweet. Oh, that's oh, no, all no, I remember no. about it. Let me tell you, I put so much butter in those. <laughs> the cookie part of this Ghostbuster themed ice cream sandwich was Oreo. Then I added cream cheese, and then I added butter, and so and they were big. They were like maybe four inches across, four or five inches across, and it was that. And then I made a. Uh, Ecto cooler ice cream out of heavy whipping cream, powdered sugar, I've seen condensed of milk, that. Yeah, yeah. and ecto cooler. Again, you got fat friends. <laughs> Never make me food. I just, I, you just said you had that. I don't, I don't, I don't th- want you to make me any food. I'm gonna get a case of the itis and just go take a nap. <laughs> no, that'll not. It'll knock you on your ass for sure. That that I can't make those again. I couldn't. Like, if I gave you one, you'd have to share it with, like, four people because it's so filling. And the burgers I make are so filling, and they're only six ounces. And you'd be like, oh, my God, this is so filling. You'd literally witness me come down with diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, past that, just, you know, a normal thing. I was excited to get back in the studio and uh, record some nerd stuff, man. Got a lot of nerd stuff to talk about. Chris, what about you? What you been up to? So, um, I, uh, if you listen to all the podcasts, uh, I took a break from the podcast obviously uh, this podcast and the wrestling podcast um, which was a much needed break we've been doing this for i think we're coming up on four years which is freaking crazy uh so i took a little time off i needed it but i took time off in the best place in the whole entire world disney world debatable but okay no best place in the whole entire world uh we did disney world different than what i normally do we didn't do the park we did the park like one day. Other than that, we sat at the resort. I sat by the pool, which I never do. And I did nothing for like three to four hours. Oh, okay. So you did a real vacation. Yeah, I did an actual vacation. And you didn't I didn't do, do the, a vacation where I needed a vacation the from. The Disney one where it just wears you out and you're yeah. like, you lose weight. And you're like, oh, I was on vacation all week. I no, lost I gained, 10 pounds. I definitely gained weight. But it was, was, awesome. the, was the resort like a beach looking thing? No, nah, like, we were at the, the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So they were just like, they have wake animals up. in there. You wake up like and you cheetahs? look outside your door. They have giraffes. They and have giraffes and, and zebras and stuff. No pumas. No, no pumas. Like nothing that can right. eat other animals, obviously. Because that would ro- be a they good roam, children. They roam around at night, like or just during the day. They yeah. just roam around. It's behind, very cool. The kids the love it. Like literally, they can wake up and look out the window and there's giraffes, like right outside the window. Oh, uh, do they? Can the kids beat them by hand? No, you can't do anything. Like if you hang things off your balcony, like a towel, they'll come kick you out and they'll come knock on your door. Like, you can't do that, so. They're pretty strict, obviously. Animals choking on stuff. Um, But, no, I sat around the pool. I drank pina coladas from the bar, 
which was really nice. I've never done that before. Just never had I, a pina colada. No, I had a pina colada, so it's never on a like I'm not a big pool guy or a beach person. Hey, look how pale I am. I yeah, don't yeah, understand. Yeah. I get it. Well, I'm I'm <laughs> nice. Uh, my kids convinced me to go down the water slide that was in the pool, so I did that. Oh, then... I would have definitely done that for sure. So we did with the park one day. So I went to the Magic Kingdom, and then I finished two bottles of rum in one day, <laughs> like full bottles of rum at the Magic Kingdom. So in the morning, I woke up, made me mixed drinks, and I put them in the ice chest. And they were cool as bringing ice chest in. And they don't check any of the drinks. Two bottles. So Ashley was, like, leading you around by the hand. He the was in that little day. that little stroller. It's, just... it's kind of crazy. <laughs> Walking around that much for uh, – we were at the park for 13 hours one day. I never even got buzzed, like, at all, even finishing two bottles. Like, the amount, amount of the amount of sweating and walking you do, nothing. And then eating the whole entire so time. So all I hear is he's dangerously close to dehydration. <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot of water, too. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I had a bottle every now and then. Uh, but no, it was it was a much needed trip away from Louisiana. It was a much needed trip away from just my life in general. Uh, I don't have the work problems, obviously, that you were having. Uh, work's still great for me. But podcasts and other life stuff is... I just had to get away. It was nice. It was very nice. Went to a, a giant comic book store. Uh, it's one of the largest in the country called Acme uh, Collectibles and Toys and Collectibles. Giant uh, selection of comic books. Huge selection of vintage action figures. I've never seen so much vintage action figures in one place. Uh, hopefully the dude's listening because I promoted the podcast a hell of a lot while I was in his store. Were you just promoting by yelling it? I have a podcast. podcast. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's about nerd stuff. Nerd stuff. Um, this would be great. I'm surprised Ashley let you go in there. That was the first place we went to when we were in Orlando. Like we drove from Louisiana directly to that place because it was the only thing I wanted to do. I wanted to go to this place, uh, and I bought some uh, GI Joe action figures, uh, some modern ones. But they had everything. This place is so freaking cool. They had a whole room that you could rent out and do birthday parties there. I'm not sure if I want to go to a place like that because it just makes you just want to. That's the kind of thing they'll make you dive back in. And you get a room like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if I wasn't on vacation and knowing how much money I was about to spend once I stepped on foot of Disney World, mm-hmm. I could have spent a lot of money there. So every time I grabbed something in my hand, I was like, you know, if I buy this, that means I can't buy a Dole Whip when I get to Disney World. I'm going to put this back. So it was really nice. Now it's a really cool uh, comic book store. Then we left there and we went to Hogan's Beach Store, which is uh, Hulk Hogan's uh, store that he owns in Orlando. Yeah, brother. That's... So he has a beach store. <laughs> In Orlando. So it's a chain. You want to explain that to me? He has a chain of them. He has them in Long Beach. He has them in Miami. And he has one in Orlando. So that's why they're the beach store. But it's really cool. They have all the vintage things. They had his uh, Dodge Viper, the the little two-seater one from WCW. They had his NWO bike that he rode out during, uh, I can't remember what pay-per-view. It's the one that kind of broke down on him. And he had to kind of push it up the ramp during the pay-per-view. It was awesome. Uh, there's a bunch of sign stuff, but he wasn't there. Uh, you know, kind of disappointed in that. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. It, it, it's been a, a nice couple of months. I had some health issues. I, I, you know, I hurt my back, and I started seeing a chiropractor, and he kind of changed my life. So my back's even feeling You're better. You're welcome for that recommendation, yeah, by the way. Yeah, So many people fight me on a chiropractor. I'm like, look, man, it's going to change your life. Go. Man, chiropractor, like I hurt my back. I fell on a ball, and I, I actually dislodged possibly a rib so they weren't exactly sure what would happen or what i damaged and it's uh, called the marilyn manson injury (laughs) (laughs) but i couldn't walk 
couldn't sit down. So that's a, that's a big problem when you can't do those two things. I couldn't stand up straight. And then finally you and one of my other customers at my store was like, you need to go see this chiropractor because if you don't go do this. I actually was about to go to the ER. So I went to the chiropractor and he's like, yeah, I can probably get you up back and running, you know, two or three visits or something like that. And he had me back up and like being pretty good. So I continue to do them, uh, going to them. I hurt my neck a few years ago. He's actually fixed that. So, man, it's kind of a, a new lease on life of not being as old feeling as I normally am. So, yeah, it, it's it's painful because the reason I started going is because I had micro traumas in my back from sitting too much. Yeah. So I hurt my back from, from doing nothing from sitting in it. Well, because I worked at a desk, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so he's like, you work at a desk. I'm like, what was your giveaway? The glasses and the asthma and the <laughs> overall unathletic look. Uh, but yeah, no, everything's been good. Uh, like I said, we're hopefully getting back into the groove of the podcast. So, um, new lease on life. I feel uh, that need for a refresher. You know? Yeah, we need a refresher. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully this feels new. They're called and... sabbaticals. Yeah, yeah. We... I took a beach trip. Did you? I never vacation either. Yeah, and I've here, never here, heard. Of here one. we are. <laughs> What's been up? Just been working. I've just been working. Well, it's usually the answer, isn't it? What? what? What That's beach dangerous. did you go That's to? You said, That's like. literally what happens, though. <laughs> what beach did you go to? Uh, Orange Beach. Okay. Mississippi? I think. Mississippi, I think. Alabama. Alabama, yeah. Before, right before like, you get to Florida. Close enough to the Florabama. Yeah. Right? That There's this huge bar called the Florabama. For anybody that doesn't know, it's on the it's on the uh, border between Florida and, and Alabama. Yep. And uh, it's huge. It's got three stages. Like, is that a big like uh it's like like 12 bars yeah it's two stories all right well that's our catch-up it's good to be back in the studio it's good to be back with y'all um but we're gonna move into <laughs> uh something else uh we're gonna do our movie review and this podcast two months ago i don't know as you remember i hope you forgot about it uh we told y'all we were gonna do the review of robot ninja which is a 1989 movie. Late last night, a witness saw two men brutalize and rape a young woman. The fifth such brutal crime in Ridgeway this month. Get her, Val. Teach that. But he's getting ain't nothing compared to what I'm gonna do to you. I've got three bodies, two dead, one male, one female. Die, copper. Everybody's pegging Robot Ninja's new Batman. I'll show you what the Robot Ninja is really about. I want you to build me a suit, a real one. That's some Halloween costume. Robot Ninja? What's it helpful? You mean to tell me that you're going out tonight? You killed that boy. That little boy. Police report that Robot Ninja is now responsible for four more deaths. What kind of Robot Ninja screams in pain? Let's see if robots believe. Um, since I know Danger didn't finish watching the movie because it was way too torturous. I actually remembered to watch this movie yeah that's the first and then i chose not to turn it off and i put a different movie on 
which means dangerous smarter than me and Critter. But since Critter saw the movie and it's my movie, Critter, how about you give us the synopsis of this movie? Let me start just by saying I had to finish it because this was my duty as a co-host of this podcast to review this movie. And it's so bad. But so this there's this comic book guy who gets a TV show deal and the TV show decides to go a different direction than his gritty version of his comic book. And he's mad about it. So they wanted to go campy like the Batman thing. They mentioned Batman a lot in the show. They do. And, it's like uh, 15 times, yeah. by the way. I'm such a fool for not realizing why. So he decides, no, screw that. I'm going back to my gritty roots. And he tries. To, he decides to become his character, Robot Ninja, and has his uh, friend who's apparently like a mechanical engineer or some kind of scientist that works out of a basement to build him a exoskeleton suit which it's nothing it's absolutely nothing he buys all of his parts at a normal hardware store in a montage by the way in a mod- in a, not even a, good a bad montage. montage y'all i hated it so much <laughs> he built a, built this dude this uh suit to go fight crime because he wants to go out and be robot ninja he goes out after well that's after he got mugged or he got in a, some kind of altercation with a gang and he decides he wants to get revenge on the gang has this guy make the suit he goes out to fight fight this gang he kills a couple of them, then gets his ass kicked. And then this gang is just awful. They kill everybody. He kills people. It's just a mess. And that's the movie. <laughs> like, that's and then, it. And then it, he becomes, I guess, a robot by sticking a plate of metal in his arm. I know. I'm almost so, done with the synapses. I know I got in details there. I just wanted that to be a part of it. That's why he's a robot. And then he just dies. Sounds like an argument for not keeping the right arm. And why RoboCop was just a better movie all around. Oh, well, that's, let's not compare a movie to this. RoboCop this is, is amazing. Yeah. I'm going to talk about that film every opportunity I get. <laughs> so this movie has no robot or no ninja in it. So this title is a complete lie. So this movie came out in 1989. Like I said, this is from director, and he's the guy that wrote it, J.R. Bookwalter. Um, he's done other movies, actually another movie that I saw and I didn't realize it until I was watching the documentary of it, uh, The Dead Next Door, which is actually a pretty good zombie movie, low budget zombie movie, kind of in the same vein as this, but actually has a good story. Mm -hmm. So this movie is not good at all. This may be one of the, this may be the worst. It's not the worst. This is worse than Meet the Feebles for sure. No, a lot of things are worse than Meet the Feebles. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, this is. It's not worse than Meet the Feebles, but I'm older and wiser now, and I'm not going to sit through it. No, this is definitely worse than Meet the Howling Feebles. Howling 3, I still would put below this, because I read a... I'm going to go ahead and say it. Robot Ninja, I kind of like. I'm going to go Howling above this. Oh, but no. Howling Howling's is def- definitely above this. No, it's definitely not. not. That midget straight up kills a dude. There is... Howling 3, nothing happens then. Bad things happen in this movie that are not fun to watch Wait, most Howling of the time. 3, not Howling 4. No, you picked Howling 3. Right. That was your movie. Right. That was your movie. All right. All right. Fine. So Robot Ninja uh, goes through a really bad storyline. It has Burt Ward in it that played uh, Robin in the original Batman 66 movies. I don't think they even told him uh, what movie he was in. I'm pretty sure they just set, they shot some scenes separately from the rest of the crew because he never interacts with any of the main characters. Um, that's why they, like you said, they mentioned Batman a 
fucking 15 times or some shit like that. I'm I'm frustrated with myself for not realizing. <laughs> well, he's doesn't look like Burt Ward. No. <laughs> I mean, not. he does not look like Robin. Uh and that's kind of where most of us would know him from. Uh the acting in this movie is atrocious throughout the whole entire movie. Audio Crack- is awful. The audio is awful. I do know now, but watching the movie I thought we had a bad copy. No, that's just the movie. You could tell. So I went and looked it up, and I've done some research on this movie. Whenever they shot it, and then they transferred it over, the black was off. Totally. Which is why I had that red tint everywhere, huh? The movie is almost unwatchable, was how dark it is. It is extremely dark, where you're kind of got to squint in your eyes to see what's happening in some scenes. They just made a re-release, remaster of this movie in this year. That's what needs to happen. It's kind of got a cult following. I'm sure it does. Um, some of the practical effects of the practical <laughs> I mean, effects. You, you really, you really got to give it even proper respect for the practical effects. They don't make them like that anymore. So, and, uh, um, Robot Ninja. No, I, no, I have, I have more to say. <laughs> I have more to say. All right. This is the precursor to the 90s ninja phase of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Surf Ninjas, and the other one where they play video games. Turtles was out way before this. Yeah, I think was, so. Was it? Not this the movie. is 89, but Turtles was out before this. No, well, no, I mean like the reason the movie got made. The they saw mo- how easy it was to ruin a film. Teenage Mutant Ninja I don't think anybody. Better. I don't we think anybody do ever saw this movie. Ninja no, Turtles came out in 89. Yeah, the first one did, huh? Yeah, yeah sure I bet, did. Well, I'm, I'm willing to bet. That this movie was the precursor and inspiration so anyway, for producers, because Burt Ward was like oh, such a superstar God. in this film. So, Robot Ninja in this movie, I'm just going to talk about a couple of scenes that, I, practical effect-wise, I actually kind of dug. Uh, Robot Ninja uses his shredder blade mm-hmm. off his arm to uh, face... Face punch? Yeah, let's face Eye socket punch. punch? Yeah, let's call it face punch multiple times as he moves it in and out of a guy's eye socket with his blade. Let's call it face punching. Yeah, I was going to use a more crude word as he moves his blade in and out of the dude's face, but face punching is better. I don't know why he thought he could take these people. He's like, I took karate or whatever he said. Like, that was his thing. So the suit that the scientist does build for him is... Which is, uh, which it's is just, just a turtleneck. It's just a turtleneck. With Confirming my theory. Lord Zed. Lord Zed. Is that the dude's name? Yeah. The, the Power Ranger guy. Yeah. The bad guy in Power Ranger. It's a Lord Zed mask with a uh, shredder glove with all cloth. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing the armor. Way, the, it was supposed to be armor. Yeah, it was supposed to like, be oh, armor. This will be, but he got hit with a fist and he's like, oh, nope, I'm down. Instantly. I'm down. <laughs> they beat the hell out of his face so much that he gets completely unrecognizably scarred from getting his face stomped on at one time and another and then his face no his like as you mentioned his arm gets cut open and then for some strange reason there's this a really drawn out scene where it's he, long yeah it's it's super long where they have a, a a prosthetic arm there and there's a hole where you can see definitely into it and he's it's spurting he's, blood it's yeah it's yeah it's in the air blood squirting out and he's very nonchalant about it he grabs a piece of sheet metal and he slides it underneath this skin so it covers the hole that's inside of his arm but he keeps messing around like i'm like what what are you yeah doing? he just keeps readjusting it this scene goes on for like f***ing 10 minutes and there's, it doesn't it's not like he's like yep and then he, he, it's not like he even uses his hand later it's just like i don't know did that make you stronger yeah that, no that meant that made him the robot that made him the robot well that obviously we also have an inspiration for the terminator <laughs> now you're seeing now you're seeing all the lines 
Now you're seeing all the lines. Uh, there's also a scene where the big um, gang leader, I guess, in the movie. I'm, I'm trying to watch what I say about this this movie and some of the characters in it. But the gang leader of the movie um, sticks her gun inside of the face of a person, the scientist, mm-hmm. uh, and then pulls the trigger. Kind of a cool scene. Those are the practical effects that oh, I yeah. kind of dug. Yeah, she punched into his face. Not With stuck the gun. the gun in his mouth. No. Punched into his, to his face. Ho- at his eye socket, I think. It kind of put it, hit her whole entire hand inside of his face and then pulled the trigger. Oh, yeah, there's scenes like that that I, I'm, I kind of dug the movie. The was the bad acting. It badly put together. Uh, I want to get the actual new version. I've watched some of the scenes where it lightens all it up because he found the original negatives of the movie. There's a whole documentary about the making of this movie also on YouTube that you should definitely watch. I think you'll appreciate the movie a whole lot better. All right, boys. I have the real, I have the real timeline here. 1987, RoboCop. <laughs> 1989, Robot Ninja. 1990, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 1991, Surfer Ninjas. 1993, Three Ninjas. Is that the movie you you were trying to think of, Three Ninjas? Yes, I'm telling you right now that Tum Tum is the result (laughs) of Robot Ninja. Robot Ninja is the missing link of all the excellent entertainment for ninjas in the 90s. And you can't deny the facts all right so my my final kind of take on this movie uh, thank you for all that information by the way you're welcome um it's not a good movie by far it, it is it is definitely not i think it's better than howling don't i disagree i don't <laughs> think it's better than meet the feebles even though i won't watch Miss meet the feebles oh, I'm, ever never watching. Again. I'm not gonna watch this thing ever again either i might watch this again meet the feebles though i will challenge other people to watch this one I, i'm like i get it I want us to watch Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas is the Surf next movie. I really enjoyed that movie as a kid. I, I like that. I watched that movie somewhat recently, and I'm like, I, yeah, all right, cool. I probably haven't seen it in like 15 years. So When I maybe. say somewhat recently, it's been five years. Okay, yeah. So Surf Ninjas is the next movie we're doing on our next full podcast? Surf Ninjas. Yes. All right. Well. See, this is going to be a huge change because i always thought we were trying to find like horrible movies that one's okay i don't think certain ninjas is good i don't think <laughs> so. it's the way you remember if you, it if you don't then. oh man if you don't do uh this jeep thing, surfing wait, come whoa, on whoa, whoa, whoa. this is a rob snyder movie isn't it yes okay all magley can't be good so <laughs> So on the next full podcast, we will be reviewing Surf Ninjas. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out again. The movie reviewed on this podcast is Robot Ninja. Definitely go check that movie out. It's the best movie you've ever watched. Surf Ninjas, the evolution. So we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we're going to come back. We're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to have a really quick news section, and we're going to come back and talk about uh, Comic-Con, actually, after that, since we haven't been together since Comic-Con, and there's a lot of news from Comic-Con. So we'll be right back after a break. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi. I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. We're back. I've actually been asked by a few people. We've mentioned it and never really talked about it. You only drink craft beer. 
No, that's not true. This is 100% true. That is not I true. I never know the kind of beer you're drinking. It's always some kind of weird shit. Well, it's it's craft beer just because I like trying new beers. Because uh, I've drank all the... I'm, I'm sorry, I don't drink Bud Light. Here, here, here. You only drink craft beers. No, no. Let me show you something right now. I got one in my ice chest right here. Let me find this bad boy. Don't pull out my Bud Light. Actually, in my, Bud, my Light. Bud Light. Hams. Hams? I've That's never heard of Hams. That's an American lager right there. Is that, you can tell by the label. I've never heard of Hams until you gave me one, one other time we recorded. It's red, white, and blue. Founded in nineteen or eighteen sixty five, it's a Milwaukee see, I brewery. See that. I do see that. So no, it's not all craft beer, and I actually like to drink a lot of the cheaper beers because I find the cheaper beers are a little bit better. You know, you got your hams, your Schlitz, your PBRs. Even uh, I feel like that they have a little bit more flavor than your Bud Lights, Miller Lights, and Coors I dr- Lights. I mean, I drink Bud Light because it basically tastes like water, and I can drink like twenty of them tonight. I'll probably drink like you know fifteen of them and be drunk, but I won't be. It won't cost me thirty dollars. <laughs> so Well, I only buy two six packs at a time. Yeah, right, right. So you're looking at sometimes only fourteen, fifteen bucks. Uh today I am kind of mixing it up. I'm drinking a rolling rock. See, that would fit in with my hams. Yeah, see Rolling Rock is a beer that I've seen the angry video game nerd drink on his uh YouTube show for ten years now. And this is literally the first time I've ever had a rolling rock. I can't believe that's the first time you had a rolling rock. I know. It's kind of weird. It's, it's one of those cheap beers. I like the cheap beers. Yeah, the it's cheap a cheap beers. beer. Why you're having a Rolling Rock? Because the Angry Video Game Nerd told me I should drink one. Huh? Yeah, I like the Angry Video Game Nerd, and he's been promoting and product placing this beer in his YouTube videos for over 10 years now of me watching him, and they're really good. I, I feel it's fine. It's a light beer. I, well, no, it's a lager. It's, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a light beer. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pale beer. That's an, that's what that's a beer. That's exactly what beer should be in America. <laughs> but, we, you know, we get stuck with Bud Lights, and then we have the hipster guys that come out with the craft stuff. They're like, hey, we're going to do a pale ale, but we're going to, like, drop, like, paprika in it. You know. Just... So while I was at Disney World, there is a honey store mm-hmm. um, that was in, like, the shopping district of Disney World. And they did a um, mead uh, flight testing. Oh. So I did that. When I was in Europe, I did a flight of Belgian beers. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I did them by myself. There's nine of them. Yeah, I did it by myself, too, while my family watched. Well, you, couldn't, <laughs> so... you couldn't find Winnie the Pooh to down one or two of them with you? Exactly. Dude, it was so weird because apparently, I'm in I'm in Brussels. It's a big beer place. Beer everywhere. You go to any restaurant, it has beer. beer. Like, McDonald's. if you go to a coffee shop, it's like, do you want a coffee and beer or liquor? They have hard booze. Beer, everywhere. wine, everywhere. So it doesn't matter where you go. you take up like, an entire bar with your flights? It, well, I sat at a table, and then people came by and took my picture. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. They're like, they had people come up. And by the way, you know, like everyone kind of speaks English in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these people would come up and be like, oh, could I take your picture? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I'm like, what's this for? They're like, I, it's just because you're drinking a lot of beer. Look at the beer. <laughs> And I'm like, you could do the same thing. It's not you're at the place where I bought it. You know, you could do this. So I had uh, banana Foster's uh, mead, which was delicious. I had cloves and black pepper, which was not good. Uh, and there's a few other flavors. Yeah, but it was really good actually. It was a whole flight of them. It was really. I like mead. It's sweet wine, so it's a little too sweet for me, man. Uh, there's there's drier. Like, there's way drier. Like a, is that an accurate description of mead? What? Sweet? sweet wine. It's honey wine, so yeah, it's, it's relatively very sweet. They they uh, they can bring the alcohol t- content up, which brings the uh, sugar content down, which is so it's not so sweet, which makes it a lot drier. But it's really good. Uh, I like the more sweet stuff, though. The and banana you, well, fosters. You can tell good. because you like the banana banana fosters. The banana meat. fosters one was delicious. I mean, it tasted just like banana fosters wine. 
I mean, that's basically what it tastes like. Oh, so good. So anyway, we're in a new section of our podcast. Uh, there's not that many news stories that we're going to kind of gloss over a lot of things so we can get to the Nerd Talk, which is going to be uh, Comic-Con 2019. Which is essentially just more news. Uh, more news. Um, but mostly I want to talk about this first story, mostly because we had a hurricane here last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I used in that in quotation marks. I missed a lot of where we're at. I uh, missed most of New Orleans. And most miss most of Covington and um, where kind of area we live in. I think in Baton Rouge they had a little bit more rain where you live. Danger. Yeah, but even though even though the Weather Channel was on like every other corner, we didn't experience much flooding. Yeah, at all. yeah. They were yeah. afraid of like a flash flood, but everything was a okay. So all that being said, is they're filming Bill and Ted the the next movie, the new movie in New Orleans right now, and all the movie studios evacuated to our area where we live in Covington. So Keanu Reeves has been running around our hometown for like I think two a week or so. It was like several, and he in that short amount of time, there's so many news things that happened, or just people on social media that I you know that I know, and you see it in local news saying like Keanu Reeves is exactly as nice as you hear. Yeah. <laughs> that's he went... everything that's been said. Apparently, one of the first things he did is uh, movie theater. Locally, the Star he, Theater. Yeah, and he w- brought a bunch of people that was on production for Bill and Ted to the movie theater. Uh, took pictures of everybody. Super nice. He went to restaurants. He he saw someone put a sign in the yard that said "You're breathtaking." Went to their. It was in this was in Slide L. Yeah, and he stopped at the house when he was like when they're on location or whatever. Knocked on their door to act to talk to them, and they took pictures, signed the sign. Keanu Reeves will go down in history. I I, I hope. Uh, as one of the nicest guys ever. I drove around town trying to find him. I couldn't find him. So the reason we're talking about this is uh, Bill and Ted is filming in New Orleans. We have their first shot of Bill. Uh, He has a haircut and a beard just like me. I thought he was Ted. He's Ted. We have our first shot of Ted. (laughs) You're right. Uh, We have our first shot of Ted uh, that's kind of leaked out uh, as we're recording this today. Uh, he's got kind of um, a Braun Strowman, if you know WWE haircut, with a big giant beard. I feel like you know we don't know that. <laughs> I'm not talking about y'all. I'm talking about listeners that okay. actually like good things like wrestling. Ooh. Ooh. So uh, Bill and Ted is obviously a new movie. They have cast their daughters. Um, you remember in the last movie, they went to the future to go learn how to play music. And then they came back with their wives, obviously, and they all had kids. Mm-hmm. So the kids have grown up. Uh, Bill and Ted's grown up, and this is being called a sci-fi adventure movie. Uh, I don't know what this story is going to do. I don't know what they're doing in New Orleans filming this movie. How are they going to do it without George Carlin? Yeah, uh, George Carlin. Was he in? Yeah, he was in both of them. He's uh, Rufus. Rufus. So he's the guy that leads their religion right in the future. Yeah. Have you even seen these movies? I've seen them a lot. I'm sorry, it's not <laughs> Surfer Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I've seen his movies a lot. I, I love him. Bill, Bill and Ted movies. I'm more of a fan, I think, of the second one than the first one. I think the second one's better. The second one is just way different, which is yeah. pleasant that it's so different. Right. And, the and thing... I'm hoping this movie is the same kind of thing. It's like a, a totally different type of movie. So obviously it's Keanu Reeves and he's kind of like America's love child right now and everybody loves him. I'm glad that people are finally realizing yeah, this. Yeah, I agree. Because he's been great. He's been one of my favorite actors for a very long time. I mean, you've seen Speed, right? It's John awesome. Wick, man. And it, it makes lo- no sense. And you're like, I don't even care. <laughs> John Wick is an amazing modern day action movie. That oh, for it's sure. so awesome with martial arts and everything like that, that I'm 
every time I hear somebody talk about John Wick, I'm happy that they're just talking about John Wick. So, all right, everybody has to remember Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, like, awesome. That was yeah. like it was mind theme- blowing. That was uh, cyberpunk before cyberpunk was really a big thing. So I say mind blowingly good, but there was just a lot of new stuff there that hadn't existed before. For sure, Johnny Mnemonic had a lot to do with uh, cyberpunk stuff because it takes a lot from the cyberpunk RPG, which is so awesome because now Keanu Reeves is playing John in the new cyberpunk game that comes out next year so it's full circle kind of stuff i'm super pumped up for the cyberpunk game for next year so it's a video game I, i'm aware okay now everybody should know he's he's playing johnny Silverarm. i think is his name is there pvp no it, it's a single player game <clears throat> so it, it won't be toxic at all uh next is ghostbusters 2020 has been announced i think we talked about that on the podcast of which we haven't talked about i don't th- I don't think uh, Paul Rudd is in this movie. I'm super pumped Paul Rudd's in it. 60-year-old Paul Rudd is in this movie. I think right. he's, I think he's dude, almost 50. Dude so. looks 25. Yeah, fine. he does. He's, he really does. He's in his 50s. Yeah, he's in his 50s. <laughs> uh, we, we don't really know much about the movies. I'm we, honestly trying to avoid a lot of the stuff. Yeah, I am too. I'm a big fan of this. Uh, I like Jason Reitman. Yeah. I, you know, he did the thank you for smoking, if that helps you understand how good it is he is as a writer because you just like this movie that you didn't think would be good at all Uh, more importantly his dad did the original ghostbusters (laughs) very true so um so and he was on he was in ghostbusters too uh he was in ghostbusters too so i'm super pumped because i I, for a while there there was that buzz that it was going to be a kid only cast like stranger things i'm like don't do that i think they're still doing i think they're still doing kids and that's fine i don't the whole problem with everything is let's do ghostbusters but no just make a new ghostbusters movie don't do oh this kind of version just make a new one and they said this is a sequel yes so this is not a sequel to the this is a sequel to ghostbusters 2 2 yeah uh it's not a sequel to the last ghostbusters which they said they're not going to abandon that storyline completely but they have to work on the world building before they can bring this that's in. that's a different universe right um, that's what so, the story they're going with different yeah universe. uh the comic books actually which i'm they reading right now they've tied them all in together really well including they've, the animated series yeah so they've done the real ghostbusters extreme, extreme ghostbusters. ghostbusters the what's the 2006 16 they just call it ghostbusters 2016 yeah usually. uh universe all the women they brought into the same like universe they all got stuck through these wormholes and they all work together it is really good if they are able to build this 2020 movie up to a, a reasonable uh, storyline and, and down the road bring the girls into it i'm super cool with it so uh this movie i'm really looking forward to today uh, or this week i think uh we've had pictures of the ecto-1 it looks like it's completely just tore up and been sitting around for a couple you know decades that happens. That's what happens, yeah, that happens when you get nothing. so much bad press in New York, <laughs> and you get sued for causing. What, what did they get sued for? Causing mass hysteria and then taking advantage of it. Was yeah. that the story of two? And to be fair, there were kids in the second one. Like the whole the whole story revolves around a kid, Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> Jeez. Oscar might even be a character in this one. That was always the rumor that they were going to pick up. The other thing that's kind of been around New York that we've seen pictures of, uh, there's Stay Puff artwork that's on a like graffiti on the top of a side of a building or it's used for an advertisement. Um, so the rumor is right now, obviously, the Stay Puff mushroom mine happened in New York, 
and it's kind of became a thing uh, in future time inside of the Ghostbusters universe. Right, so. where the where the people inside of the universe are remembering. <clears throat> they know the of event. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not going to be like Ghostbusters two where they totally forgot the Marshmallow Man tried to destroy the whole entire. You city. know, even as a kid, that bothered. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Because I was me. like, how do you forget everyone? Like the world was ending. And they saved him, like, you know... And we're going to sue him. It'd be really cool if they had some artwork featuring the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man versus the Statue of Liberty. Amazing. You know, like like a Godzilla, like King Kong versus Godzilla scene, but with those two characters. You know, they they did something very much like that in the animated series. Yep. With the Praying Mantis uh, balloon that got ghosts in it and became alive. And and they had to get Stay Puft to fight it. Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was a good guy in the cartoon. Now he comes out and helps them a few times, right? Yeah, Yeah. the big guy is what they called him. Well, how are you going to get kids to buy the toy? Easy. (laughs) Stay Puft, man. It's it's amazing. The fact that they they don't have marshmallows like that year-round is stupid. Why don't they sell that? You can get them. Yeah. But you got to order them from Amazon or whatever. Why don't they sell Ecto Cooler year-round? Yeah. I would like to get rid of all that old ass ecto cooler that I have in the refrigerator over there. I have so many left. (laughs) I literally have like three cases of ecto cooler. You guys are like, they're never coming out again. No, that's not even why. And there's already rumors that they're going to be coming out at the end of this year. Here's the problem with the ecto cooler that happened to me Amazon sent me too much. (laughs) There's no such thing. I swear to God, they sent me, I've ordered two cases, they sent me four. The problem is, it was Ecto Cooler. Like, I drank so much of it that I got sick of it. You burnt out on yeah. it. Yeah. And then it I was like, so I'm just going to save the rest of it. Well, when y'all made me that booze, <laughs> oh, I, I that, had an instant headache. That was a long time ago. A yeah. long time ago. Um, so, moving on, uh, Disney obviously is coming out with their Disney streaming service, uh, Disney Plus. Uh, this week, they announced that their uh, the original price for Disney. Plus is I think six ninety nine, so it's seven dollars. Uh, they announced this week that they are doing Disney Plus uh, deal with Hulu and ESPN uh, Plus, and it's twelve ninety nine for the uh, whole well, entire, the, the whole entire bundle. I'm already paying uh, for commercial free Hulu, so I'm down. For yeah, that. you know, you pay like what three dollars more, four dollars more. Well, commercial free Hulu is twelve ninety nine right now. Oh well, see, you're only going to be paying three dollars more. Well, I that's think, if for it, it. if that's if it's twelve ninety nine for all. If that's the basic Hulu, yeah, where it's you the have basic commercials, Hulu. Yeah, you'll probably have to spill yeah. still uh, spend the extra three dollars. In that plan, they said they're going to be rebooting uh, Home Alone. I'm not too thrilled about that. They did that. It's called Saw. <laughs> <laughs> So they announced a Home Alone reboot, the Night at the Museum, Cheaper by the Dozen, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid is going to be all reboots that are going to go directly to Disney Plus in the future. So these are all Fox products. I don't care about any of this. <laughs> um, I care about Home Alone. That's Home Alone maybe could the be only interesting, one. but... It's really funny, too, because uh, who's the Home Alone kid? Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin just posted a picture on his Instagram of him. Like, was his belly hanging out and him eating, like, ice cream <laughs> on his couch as, like, a 40-year-old man. Like, I'm ready for the reboot. <laughs> so I hope, I hope he has some sort of awesome cameo as, like, the shovel guy. No, I'm, the I'm, pizza I'm, delivery guy. I'm happy. He is in a band that is, uh, what's the name of his pizza delivery? <laughs> yeah, they sing about pizza. Yeah, they sing about pizza. So all he needs to be is the guy that delivers the pizza at the beginning of the movie. And it's perfect. I'm really glad he's clean and sober and back in. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been actually like pretty good on social media. He did ran a campaign like vote on what I should change my middle name to. So his middle name now is Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Yeah, 
Legally. That's like, that's what he legally changed his name to. Because that's what the fans wanted, apparently. He goes, all uh, right, I'll do it. And he was did. actually on an episode of the Anger Video Game Nerd where they have reviewed all the uh, Home Alone movie uh, games. It must be liberating to just let other people make your decisions like that, isn't it? <laughs> and then, and then if it, if it, if it just, it's obnoxious, it's fine. Other people, you know what? The masses chose this. Uh, so the Disney Plus is going to have their. They said they're going to come out with waves. So it'd be like half, uh, not half, uh, a lot of uh, Fox movies at first, and they're going to add a little bit after and a little bit after over time. They'll be doing the same thing with Disney movies, so it won't be everything right at the start, and they'll just add things as it time goes on. I'm I'm kind of more excited about the Disney properties they're going to reintroduce, like some of the Star Wars shows. I think that has a lot of yep. cool so we potential. Got, uh, Mandalorian is the one of them, and then they have a cartoon too. I think they have announced. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of pumped for those. Uh, Darkwing Duck is something that's showing up in oh DuckTales right now, and then a rumor is that's going to spin off to a, a full-blown TV show for the network. So Yeah, I would... I would Well, and plus, put the old Darkwing Duck back on there. Yeah, for wow. sure. for sure. So good. <laughs> I want that and Glar- uh, Gargoyles. That's yeah. what I want all in. Gargoyles was just heavy as a kid, man. Yeah, it was. It, it was so, so, so story-driven, too. Yeah. Like, as a kid, you didn't understand it. They didn't play them in order, so you had to be, re- you had to be like, Yeah, functional. you had to watch every Sunday. I mean, every Saturday. It. Yeah. Yeah, to see the new episode. And then the afternoon shows, you had to catch all of those in case you ever missed a Saturday. Kids will, ne- like, my child, like, we, we, we get cable every once in a while where it's like, it's Hulu, the, the Hulu live ch- stuff. Mm-hmm. And she'll just watch something and be like, well, let's watch the next episode. I was like, baby, this is live. Like, this is happening right now. You can't just stream the whole entire season in one day because this happens week by week. Well, I don't understand because she's, she's literally only watched TV, Netflix, Hulu, or YouTube. Like, she doesn't understand something where it's a channel where they just play something. Our kids will never understand that where you have to watch something on Saturday. Then you wait a whole entire week to find out what happens. <laughs> Well, you know it, what? They'll, they'll also never get, and this is this is kind of sad. They'll never get like the author coming on screen before the show to give context to the episode. Yeah, for sure. Like with Stanley and the Fantastic Four, Iron mm-hmm. Man, Spider Man. Sometimes, like they'll never get that because nobody wants to dedicate any time to giving a child context as to the heroic deeds that uh, are being done on screen. My child is in love with Bob Ross right now, so. I've, you're doing something right. I'm doing something right. For Disney Plus to be twelve ninety nine was Hulu and ESPN. I watch a little bit of sports here and there. If they have boxing on it, I'll probably you know, watch that a little bit more. It's it's a no brainer cost. I mean, I the way Disney is describing it, Bob Iger it was in the meeting. It's like we want it to be so cheap. It's a, not a thought process if you're going to get it or not. Yeah, because so. the way things are going, everyone like Warner Brothers possibly canceling dc universe canceling swamp thing that apparently like did super super well in ratings and they're like nope you're done yeah but that got canceled though sounds like it was because it was some kind of tax reasons because they weren't going to get paid back on the shooting they missed out on certain rebates yeah Yeah. and then warner brothers and hbo is going to be looks like they're going to be shutting down the dc app and they're going to be kind of combining all combining everything but see this is the thing that wb is always doing playing catch up to disney and marvel yeah and that's what really aggravates me about the whole thing because i watched the sh- the titan show i heard it was great it's it well it doesn't follow a comic storyline you would if you if you're really into the comics you're you'll be a little pissed off right. but overall i like the show it was i mean it's a gritty version so you just kind of have to deal with that 
But, I mean, because a lot more Second depth. season's about to come out, too, right? Yeah. That's been renewed, and they do plan on keeping that over when they do this other thing. Whatever and, they're doing. And yeah. then the Harley Quinn thing, as being the animated series I'm pretty pumped about, I just wish that they would... Warner Brothers would stop being Warner brothers E and, like, trying to be Big Brother Warner Brothers and, like, this is how we're controlling everything. Because they're not doing a good job. Yeah. They ruined the entire DC Extended Universe. Completely. They're not even... I mean, the new Joker movie where Todd Phillips came out and it goes, it's not following any comic book storyline, then what's the point of it being a Joker movie? Everybody says it's really good now. That I'm not even questioning it if it's a good yeah. movie. Why make it a Joker movie if it has nothing to do with any comic book storyline? If it doesn't connect to anything in the universe either, because it no, comes it's out, out they decades. said it's outside of a universe. Yeah, so. it comes out. It's it's like in the it's in the seventies. Yeah, or something. I it's don't. It's not in your present your present DC universe. It's so not it's a prequel. Like, it's not even a prequel. It's nothing. It's, it's nothing outside of everything. It, it doesn't it, matter. You could just easily just say this is not a Joker movie. This is just a guy that wears clown makeup, and you're like, wow, people can make the connection then and be like, man, this is like. This is like how the Joker guys are. They could easily do that, and people make their own assumptions. But no, they decided to make it DC, and arguably, it would have been better that way because it of would the have ambiguous been. nature That's of the exactly. Joker's origins. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about uh, Comic-Con, a bunch of the news that we missed from Comic-Con, and we'll be right back. Nerds in a Square Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Join me, Starf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling. Do you like wrestling? Yeah! yeah. Then you should listen to our podcast. Do you not like wrestling? You should still listen to our podcast. SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app today. Nerds in the Square Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Charity. Noun. An organization devoted to the relief of the unfortunate. Swearity. Noun. Same shit, better language. Shut the f*** up, f***ing fantastic. Transmission fluid wombat shit. We are the Watch Your Mouth Podcast. How does the swearity work? Easy. First, we find a reputable charity. The Open Medicine Foundation, Louisiana SBCA, Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation, Songs for Kids Foundation. Next, we announce that that group will be the recipient of our charity swear jar. And then for the next 10 episodes, we fill that jar to the f***ing brim. F***ing Goomba from the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's all f***ing yellow starburst and baseball card gum. All you have to do is tune in and enjoy the show. And take comfort in the fact that every time we say a bad word, it does a good thing. F***ing universe, piece of shit. Damn it, hash browns. F***ing idiot. Aw, oh, I misjudged this situation. F*** that noise. And if you feel compelled to add to the jar, we'll show you how. Without having to run a marathon. Oh, boy, can't wait to go to the f***ing gym and yeah. sweat and be out of breath and be in pain. Yeah, that's f***ing great. Sign no. me up. Going broke at a black tie dinner. I will f*** with gas station burritos, but I won't yeah. f*** with gas station hamburgers. Or having to sit through guilt trip videos featuring sad puppies in slow motion. Anything happens to an animal, I'm f***ing losing my sh. You can hear the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. You can find all the ways to contact us through our website, wimpodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. And we're back, and let's kick it off right into the Nerd Talk, which of course is about San, Di uh, San Diego Comic-Con 20. Uh, 2019, 
we're a little behind on this, but the news is still relevant, and I think a lot of people are still really excited about it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I our was... opinions, our opinions always. This is more matter. of a review of what we're what we're seeing from twenty uh, the sure. Comic Con, and uh, this is going to be what's going to be happening in the next couple of years anyway. Pretty much everything that we're going to be talking about. So I mean, once the Disney thing comes out, they're going to have these new shows that look great. And I think that'll be the first thing we talk about. It's very Marvel-heavy on uh, Comic-Con. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, uh, Comic-Con was... I was uh, watching the live stream, and I was text messaging a few friends of mine about everything while it was happening. And I was pretty much excited and doing the full caps all the way down from this night. So, uh, first thing that was announced, obviously, they give kind of the timeline and they started announcing some of the actors for eternals which i'm not even sure what they're going to do for eternals it doesn't matter um you got to give these people a lot of a lot of credit for what they do with kind of vague storylines i mean like gardens of the galaxy perfect example they are so mainstream now but back in the day i mean they were bit characters in tv shows that's the only kind of reason why i even knew about them or if you read the infinity gauntlet not even close to who the guardians are in the movie so Mm. Yeah, the Guardians, when I was reading back in the day, are a different set of Guardians than it is now. It was the... Gamora was still in there, but Drax wasn't really a Guardian. Uh, No, it was more Charlie 27. I mean, Yondu. Yondu was in it. Um, None of the... Like, Groot wasn't it. Groot and Rocket, I don't think were... They were characters, but they I don't think they were in the Guardians, so... Yeah, Star-Lord, all that stuff. But that, that was a characters that I was really looking forward to. Eternals kind of falls into that kind of same kind of thing. I, I know the Eternals. They've, they've shown up in the comic books here and there. There's a very blonde-headed Superman-looking guy from what I remember. And I think they're going to turn this one I've heard into uh, old gods. Hercules might show up in the Eternals. Well, Th- Thanos is an Eternal. Is an Eternal. Yeah. And uh, he he's... has had a brother in the comics fires fox yeah firefox right that's been kind of like messing him over they mess each other over constantly i think they changed uh, all that now uh in the mcu i don't think thanos he's from a race of maybe kind of eternals they're like old you know gods or aliens or whatever like that i know he is supposed to be kind of a tribute to the eternals and the rumor is that the eternals are coming to try to fix what thanos messed up well you're gonna have okay so you've already referenced celestials right yes they, no, they've been on no, screen nowhere? too is that is that the name of the, the yeah place? yeah yeah and then right. they've also shown them too uh whenever they like destroyed some of the worlds the, i think when they referenced yeah. the power stone yeah, when, yeah. when they actually showed all the stones yeah right so a lot of these things get conflated with one another because the uh the collector and the grandmaster are both elders yes and they're yes. brothers too in well, the comic book they're also brothers and then they're blue in a comic book now so i mean you had ego that was a kind of a kind of an elder self-proclaimed he said elder. he was a what was he he was a, he was a it, celestial a celestial okay yeah but in the comics, he's a self-proclaimed elder. Yes. So they're kind of conflating. Like you see the Grandmaster in the films of the MCU. Uh, he's got a lot of guards that actually have the armor of the Celestials. Yep. Very uh, Kirby. Very. Yeah. Very. And uh, so. Kirby was the artist that originally drew all the artwork back in the day, if y'all didn't know. I, been... you're, you're not directing that towards us, right? No, not y'all. The <laughs> listeners. 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 I was about to say, this dude over here. They've been referencing these these celestials for a long time. They've been referencing elders, 
And I'm guaranteeing that they're referencing this other group as well. For sure. Where they're going to conflate them all as just, you know, prime origin beings of the universe. Or like Galactus, where they existed before the So universe. that's the other rumor right now that I'm glad you brought up Galactus. Is um, the snap that Thanos did the second time? You know, the first time. Um, possibly woke up Galactus. And Galactus will be the bad, big bad in the next, like, phase of marvel universe it's it's interesting the can of worms they open with that exactly in the comics when thanos does his snap he gets all the he gets all the stones together he uh, he catches the attention and then makes every cosmic entity submit to his will yeah with his omnipotence including galactus including galactus so. so the rumor is is he either creates galactus with the snap as a backup plan like galactus will go ahead and like continue to eat planets or he wakes him up. So um, Galactus, if he's the next kind of wave, and that's how they're going to introduce Fantastic Four, which they also announced at the press conference, Fantastic Four, X-Men, a few other characters are going to be coming soon. They just I heard they were like them. in Phase 5, though. Um, I think the movies probably were, will be. Uh, I think that we're going to start seeing parts of those characters. Like Galactus is, you know, that's very Fantastic Four. Or Scrolls we've already seen, that's very Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh, we're going to continue to see like little bits and pieces of Fantastic Four or X-Men or mutants here and there. I think that's how they're going to introduce things. I still don't know how they're going to introduce the X-Men with a universe that's already built the way it is. But that's a discussion for a completely different day. Please. Please, please let Galactus be a huge purple and blue dude. Nope, I want him to be a cloud that just swarms on top of a, a planet, you know, like they did in the last movie, because that was way better. So the other thing, uh, uh, other movies for, not even a movie, we already knew about this. This is for their Disney Plus series. It's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is a TV show. I think they're saying it's going to be anywhere between 8 to 10 uh, episodes. They're about an hour apiece, and this is going to be follow the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, dealing with Captain America dying. So, Or not dying, or passing on the shield or whatever. You, you know what I really like about what's happening in, the, in this TV shows? They're getting the movie actors for this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, got to cost a pretty penny. But So what, from what the rumor is, the contract is, it's like, here's a movie. Instead of doing a movie, you're going to do a TV show. Sign on for this. And they've signed on all the right people, too. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I think it's just impressive that they're able to do that, and these people are still involved, including my favorite show that's going to come out, which is the Loki one. Oh, God. That's so awesome. Right? And it's great, too, because it, uh We get to see him by himself. I think it was going to be very... Very cool because you and it's evil Loki. Yeah, well, it, it's probably going to have some redeeming qualities too because he's evil, but he's evil in a sense that he—it's more like I mistreated evil. I want to be accepted, and I want people to love me for who I am. And that's what I feel like it's more about. He's—he's he's definitely like a dick, but I think he's like, come on, yeah, because this is going to follow Exhibit A, Thanos. I want to destroy half the universe. Exhibit B. Loki, I think I could run the whole universe. It's different. He's a different brand of evil. And He's it's just the, a tyrant, and it's wonderful. And it's not the Loki that died, because that Loki's dead. Uh, this is the Loki that took the Soul Stone from... The Tesseract. The, the Tesseract. Uh, from, it's not the Soul Stone. What is that? The Power Stone? No. What is that? The Space Stone. Is it the Space Stone? Yes. Yeah, okay. It's that Loki that they went back in time and they all screwed it back up. So it's that Loki that leaves. That's the what the TV show is going to be about. So it's not the Loki that's redeemed himself with Thor. Yeah. It's not the Loki that's you know saved everybody. It's it's not that Loki. It's 
Loki clan and going back to his roots, and it's going to kind of deal. I don't deal... know. I think that Loki's in there, and we're going to see that. Yeah, that Loki's the in show. there, obviously, and it's going to deal with that universe that they screwed up. And this universe, Captain America, they think he's a Hydra agent. Tony Stark had a heart attack right in front of him. What else has happened in that universe that kind of screwed up everything? It's that kind of what if universe that that Loki is going to be dealing with, which is very interesting that they're going to be doing that. So they also announced Shang Chi. Which I'm actually super excited for because I was a r- really big fan of this uh, comic book. And I think this is going to be a kind of a prequel thing. And they're going to introduce the actual Mandarin, Mandarin in this movie. I- I'm interested to see how they're going to do that. Um, since the Mandarin, this will be the first kind of rewrite of a character that's already in the otherwise great overall universe. So not a rewrite. Uh, I think they're basing the Mandarin that we already saw He's based off of this character. So Killian Dane takes the Mandarin name and gives it to, uh, what's that guy's actor's name? Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Right. So he so knew I, of that guy already. I like to think that they heard whispers. Of the real Mandarin. Some sort of terrible, terrible guy named the Mandarin. And then put a face on a it. Face, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, Shang Chi is really awesome. He's basically Bruce Lee in the Marvel Universe. That's the easiest way to explain him. I, I think he has powers, like, possibly martial arts powers i don't know uh also the other thing was announced but it's something we already knew about but i'm in love with the name of the show wandavision is the best name for a tv show ever uh this is gonna follow scarlet witch and vision is it in technicolor it was wandavision it better be uh so it from what i've read about it is this is gonna be wanda trying to get vision back they have a copy of uh, Vision's brain at Wakanda. They have his body still. Um, from the artwork that they leaked out before Endgame came out, that was all apparently leaked out for on purpose. There was a white Vision artwork that was leaked out. It might have been the artwork for this show. Sure, so. he got wiped, right? But everybody got brought back. Everybody got brought back. So. And why is this hard? Oh, because she's here now. I don't think it's going to be hard now. Yeah, no, I think yeah. I think that, that happens in the first episode. Yeah, Shuri it, probably brings him, finds a power source strong enough to, to power them. his brain, yeah. yeah and yeah. then Dunzo, and then we see the show of them of a really weird robot fucking. I mean, they have human on robot kind of sex. Friends. Well, they were already apparently doing that before this show. I mean, it was always weird in the comic books. Yeah, yeah. it's just weird. They have kids in the comic books that kind of, well, mostly because of her powers and stuff like that. Like, I mean, it brings kids into the world. Maybe this is how, maybe this is how your mutants come about. See, a well, lot of she's you... already a mutant, so they're already established. She's a yeah, she's a miracle. No, they're cha- I'm pretty she's sure they're miracle. already going to say, like, she's a mutant. I'm more wondering how they're going to bring the Magneto thing into this booth being her dad. That's kind of That's how. probably going to be the easiest, like, transition it's be into easy. that. Yeah, yeah. But, it, like, she's a mutant. Like, she did the experimentations, and then they explained that, like, obviously the experimentation would only work on somebody that has the mutant gene inside of them already, blah, blah, blah. But this show... I'm I'm super cool with the, like eight episodes of this them doing stuff. Um, especially with a name like WandaVision, it's awesome. How are they gonna revive my boy Pietro? Yeah, they killed him kind of really quick. <laughs> they they introduced him and did it. You know what though? I really liked the Fox version of Quicksilver. I don't. I, I I'm gonna say it. I, I like him. I don't like anything that happened in the Fox version. And then... See, I, I I knew that. I knew as soon as I said it, you get you would you would. You know how I that. feel about the Fox stuff. But so. it, like him, I like that kid. He's a charming dude. He you is. Know? And I like he made him. It, he made him made that character fun. Yeah. And Quicksilver was always that kind of arrogant, goofy kind of like before he became, you know, when he was evil. Yeah, he was just, you know, whatever. But 
like I liked him goofy, you know, because he's so fast. I'm, maybe it's because I'm so used to Wally West too. You know, I like yeah. that. I like that Flash. Maybe seeing Quicksilver as a version of Wally West almost. I really dug it. I don't know. So. Um, next is the Doctor Strange in the in the Multiverse of Madness, and the bad guy in this is uh Nightmare, which is kind of a '90s bad guy. I remember the, him big in the '90s. But he's a really good bad. He guy. is, and the rumor is Keanu Reeves is going to be playing this character. That is amazing. Yeah, and it kind of fits really. It. Yeah, and this is supposed to be the first horror movie. Yes, in the Marvel They're universe, making this a horror movie, and it it could be rated R is some of the hype that I heard, but I, I'm I'm doubt that. I doubt happen. it. Yeah, I, I they're apparently they're having trouble even writing a script for uh, Deadpool that Disney's okay with. That that's the thing that bugged me, and I and this was my concern about the PG-13 release. I thought that was the test for them to do to see if they can release Deadpool as PG-13. If it would make enough money for the people to go, oh, okay, I get it. So Disney is having a problem with that, apparently. Well, I think, well, Disney owns Touchstone. They release R-rated movies. They just need to just stop. Because Um, this other one, uh, I'm just going to, sorry, jump ahead real quick. Because since we're talking about R-rated stuff, we can go back to Doctor Strange in a second. But Blade, the casting is amazing. Yes. Right? The fact you couldn't, that Wesley Snipes is not in it. Is it's you know for us old you know older people like that kind of sucks but this guy is Ali amazing. is so good he's he's uh, such he a good actor in, in general in uh, Luke Cage this is kind of proof that they just really don't care about Luke Cage anymore uh, he was a uh, cottonmouth in the first season of Cage he was the thing that but made I'm the down sh- with that yeah he, he was, was the thing that he made was it the thing that made it he like you liked him as a bad guy you yeah. liked him as a person you're like all right. And he was just such a good bad guy, and I think he's going to do a ph- phenomenal. Phenomenal! That was blade. a big surprise out of the, the but panel. But as so. a blade, a PG thirteen movie, I don't know. We'll I mean, see. I'm sure they can do it. Yeah, I'm just I don't know because Deadpool. They can get away with a lot in PG thirteen nowadays. Now, especially I'm... Disney can get away with a lot in PG thirteen. Well, not as much as you could in the eighties, because if you remember Sixteen Candles, within the first like fifteen minutes, they say the f word and they show boobs. That was PG thirteen. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that was announced for the streaming channel was What If, uh, which makes me kind of sad because we know if Stan Lee was still alive, he would be hosting this. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Uh, he'd be saying Excelsior. And... For sure. You know uh, what? They might am- am- animate him into this. He's It's an animated show. Yeah. So they can anim- animate him into it. And I'm sure that he would been, and I'm sure he sold his rights to it and all this other stuff. So I, I want to see Stan Lee into the what if, especially since he's always been established as a watcher. And this is about a watcher telling the story of what if. That needs to happen. Uh, the host of this is uh, Jeffrey Wright, which is the main guy in the um, Westworld. So I'm looking forward to What If. What If has been like, I love the comic book, so I love alternate reality stuff. What it'll it'll be awesome, fun, especially so. with an animation. I think that's going to give it, you can do whatever you whatever want. Whatever you want. And a lot of the actors from the movies are coming back. They're, they're doing the voices and everything like that. So uh, Hawkeye is the other TV show. Um, I, I like Jeremy Pil- um, Ratner. Renner. Uh, Renner. 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 Um, Renner. 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 Uh, and they're doing it about him and his daughter. Characters in the comic books. Ooh, they're going to introduce her. Yeah. They introduce her talent. in Endgame. So, well, yeah. they introduce her kind of like, you know, with bow skills. Yes. Being taught. And then probably the biggest surprise, uh, the second biggest surprise of the whole entire um, panel was Thor Love and Thunder. And uh, Natalie Portman shows back up on stage, and they announced the movie's not really about Thor. It's going to be about Natalie Portman picking up the hammer and becoming Thor herself, just like they did in the comic book. It, that's fine. It's got uh, James Watiki. 
What's his name? Is that how you say his name? Watiki. Watiki. He's directing it, which makes it the literally the only reason why I'm looking. It's not James. What? Whatever. Tatiki. Tatiki. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. New Zealand guy who did the Thor Ragnarok and what we do in the shadows. Amazing show. Amazing movie and a great show. Whatever this dude decides he wants to do, I'd say just let it happen. I mean, it's gonna either it's gonna be entertaining regardless. I'm not a giant fan of Natalie Portman, and I'm not a giant fan of um, what's her character? I just want to Jane Foster. Uh, Foster's Thor. I read a little bit here and there. I'm not a giant fan of it, but in his hands, It'll I think the movie—it's a movie's gonna be fun. I just so. want a hero's journey. Yeah, you know, like you're introducing a new hero. This isn't Thor. This is a person with a title of Thor. Thor has given up his name as a title. Someone else worthy is holding the hammer. This is a different character. I just want to be shown a a new journey. So like, I I don't I don't want cardboard. I don't, I don't want like just I don't want to have to just accept that this is a new excellent person and then they go off doing invincible things. I want to feel like this person is having to overcome a great obstacle and growing as an individual. Um, long as she acts better than she did in the past two Thor movies, I'm super cool with this movie. So because she just completely phoned in the last two jobs she did for Thor, and that might be because of the scripts. I mean, Chris Helmsworth kind of phoned in the last two Thor movies. Those are bad movies. I don't not... think I don't think he phoned, phoned them in. in. I think they were just they, following a script. Yeah, they were following the script that was written for them. And those characters, by the way, Thor is a dry character. Yeah, he is until the new Thor. And like Thor's not like that in a comic book. I mean, he's not. He's not funny. He's not fun. Thor is dry and serious. Thor has been kind of funny. <laughs> Unintentional funny. Right, exactly. Now he's funny on purpose. Fat Thor, to me, is the greatest thing that's well, ever Well, I feel happened, like it's on so. purpose, but like him, he's not intentionally being funny. Yeah. He's just funny. And I think utilizing people to the best of their ability is how you get good stuff out of things, which is why you know Chris Evans, who was – Primarily, before this, he was always a like kind of comedic actor. He did serious stuff too, but this really showed his range that he was serious. And now he has a new sh- new movie on Netflix, the one where they're getting Jews out of uh, uh, Germany. No, it's like uh, Ethiopia. Ethi- or, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And he's I, helping smuggle them out. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's a it's, more serious role. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's this allows people to show their range and what they're capable of doing. He's also playing Hulk Hogan. You know that? No. Yeah, he's playing Hulk Hogan in like in a biopic. And so. but Chris, I mean Chris Hemsworth was coming from the opposite direction where he was like, "Hey, I've only done like kind of this kind of thing. I want to be funny." Yeah, so. and the movie works perfectly. Uh, and the last other thing, which is already filming, is uh, Black Widow. Well, Black Widow's finally getting her own movie. The movie looks awesome too. It's got uh, what's the guy that played Hellboy, and he was in Stranger Things. Harbor. That's Har- that's yeah. his name in the show. For me, David Harbor. You're right. Harbor. David Harbor. Uh, David Harbor is playing the uh, the Red Guardian, which is kind of like a Russian's gar- uh, version of uh, Captain America. Mm, so yes, and then it's supposed to be just a, a, a Black Widow movie. So I'm super game with that. Uh, apparently, that's rated R too. So. No, I think they changed that. Did they change it? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, uh, uh, well, that's unfortunate. I was kind of looking forward to a rated. We'll R. see what happens. Yeah. I mean, it could still be. I mean, all of this is all hearsay. You know, you don't know until you know. I can't We're, wait to hear all the terrible Russian accents. I love that stuff. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Uh, quickly through some of the other stuff. Uh, we had a Jay and Silent Bob reboot trailer. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. Filmed in New Orleans. At first, I was surprised because they called it reboot, and it turns out when you saw the first Red Band trailer, it's not. This isn't a reboot. This is all like a direct continuation yeah. of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. 
It's just that they're rebooting the movie. In the movie. In the movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's meta. And I, I think it's awesome. So, I mean, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, I love. It's one of my favorite funny movies. And I think this is on track to be equally as awesome. Uh, it was filmed in New Orleans. Um, so they had uh, movies. They had a quick stop, and they had the stash comic book store all built around the city at one time or another, and I didn't go see it. So I've been instantly disappointed, so I'm, I'm looking forward just to seeing it on film. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the movie looks great. It looks like it has callbacks to literally every one of his movies. It's got characters from all of his movies. And him and Ben Affleck like, buried their like, beef. Yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck, as soon as I saw him in a trailer, I was like, oh, they're friends again. They haven't been friends in a really long time. Like 10 years. Yeah. That's why he failed as Batman. No, Kevin Smith. It was Kevin Smith's fault. Yeah. Admittedly by yeah. Kevin Smith. I mean, Kevin I mean, Smith runs his mouth about his well famous fine, friend, but it's why it's he as didn't... he would say. And, and don't you dare <laughs> say that. Ben Affleck was great as Batman. Yes, thank you. We also got a full trailer for The Witcher. Uh, I'm a big fan of The Witcher video games. I'm pretty sure if you listen to this podcast and you're a nerd, Witcher is awesome. I've never played it. Um, I was excited for the show because I thought the graphics of the game looked really cool, and yep. I like supernatural crap. Um, the trailer did nothing for me. I'm going to be honest with the you. The trailer's a little weak. It's weak. It doesn't. It didn't show any kind of story drive. It didn't show anything really special effectsy but he looks great as gareth well he's great yeah. in general so if he's in something i'm probably gonna watch it uh and this is on netflix tv show they're gonna what put... is your problem <laughs> yeah you're already making faces over there well all right he so doesn't have here. a beard <laughs> is that what it is <laughs> you know you can put a beard on and off of gareth in the in the game so if that's the problem i'm just saying i mean are they gonna do that in the show he, he might put, put a beard, beard on, on and, and maybe off i don't they know tried that in uh you never know they tried that in justice league that didn't go so hot wow <laughs> i didn't even think about that no i no I it looks good i i'm the video no- game plays like such a great cinematic tale that i'm excited to, to see the show coming they're out. wanting this to be the new um uh game of thrones you know the like, fantasy medieval type stuff just made more castlevania shows netflix that sh- or that stuff was awesome yeah that uh, castlevania show no i want lie. more of i rewatch that like three times i do too i I'm have i mean more. it's gonna get another season but that's you know whatever We'll see how it goes. The uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Well, we've heard a little bit of news here and there. Uh, L- Linda Hamilton's obviously back in this. They have this weird Terminator that's kind of got a, uh, an exoskeleton with liquid metal over the top of it, which is kind of cool because they kind of separate and do two different things. And the biggest news, news coming out of Comic-Con is Edward Furlong is back as John Connor. I am was just surprised he was still alive. Whatever what a else. legend. <laughs> I mean, how old is that guy now? <laughs> The movie came out in 92, and I saw this in theaters, like me and Critters talked about on this podcast, like 30 times. times. So many times. He was older than us back then, right? Oh, for sure. He was 13, because he had that cracking voice. Oh, crap. Never mind. He might only be like a couple years older than me. And as he he got older, his voice stayed the same, so I I like him, because he has a high-pitched voice just like me. Good for you, buddy. His looks never changed that much, no, as he grew older. The last movie I saw... Actually, the last movie I think I saw him is when it was him and his friends were going to go see a, a Kiss concert. Oh, a Detroit Rock City. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. When did that come out? Mm, that was probably late 90s, early okay. 2000s. All right, sure. I think he looked exactly the same. as He, he... did look exactly yeah. the same, and I really enjoyed that film. All I remember him is, like, the last few times he had, like, uh, some drug problems, so hopefully that's that's better, and this movie ends up being good. It was, like, a big uh, a carnicovia of old transformer train why do i keep saying transformer it's terminator terminator uh actors (laughs) 
bring it full circle. Terminator, 1985, you say? 84. 1984. Robocop, 1985. Oh, good I, I God. I thought it was 86. It could be. Sure. I'm not telling you you're wrong. But the timeline sticks. Robot Ninja, 1989. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, no, 1987. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1989. Surf Ninjas, 1991. Three Ninjas, 1992. Moving on, um, have you all seen the boys the yet? Uh, yes, absolutely. I watched that. The boys almost is immediately. Freaking amazing! I was amazing. really kind of mad that it like July hit, and I was like, "Oh man, all right, the boys is about to happen." And then I had to wait till the end. And I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> you were like, "The boys are back in town," and then you were like, "If they, yeah. if that, that's gonna definitely be in the trailer for season two. It's gotta be." <laughs> I Season drove, two is already greenlit, so that's really cool already. So I drove back from uh, Disney World when we were there, uh, and the same day uh, Boys came out, I came home from Disney World, the whatever 13-hour drive, and then instantly came home and turned on The Boys. I was super excited about it. It was great. I never read the comic book. I read like maybe the first two issues, but I, for some reason it just never grabbed onto me. I never read anymore. The show is amazing. The show is so well acted. Um, Storyline's really good. It's gory. It's graphic. It's over the top. It's great. It's a little bit different than the book. I've heard like a little whatever, changes. Yeah, whatever. It it's per- It's good. Give it's me good. more of the boys. Uh, season two has already been announced. Uh, they announced season two at Comic Con before season one even aired. So I think they already knew a hit was going on. If you haven't watched this, if you have an Amazon account, you should go on to your Amazon. Hey man, video. Carl Urban deserves it, man. I yeah. know our boy Judge Dredd and Bones. It's not got even it. just Carl Urban. It's the, the guy that plays um Mainlander. Homelander. Homelander is scary and intimidating without really doing much at the beginning of the season. I don't want to give away anything, but he's he's so he acts so good and this it's kind of off-putting and it kind of comes off by surprise that to me he's the guy that stands out in the show the most to me. I think they did an excellent job of presenting every character that's supposed to be sinister. You understand what makes them sinister? Yeah, and it's yeah, so sure. subversive and disgusting. And Simon Pegg doing an American accent. What was that about? Yeah. <laughs> well, Simon Pegg in the original, the cartoon. I mean, not the cartoon. The comic book is the guy. Um, his son. He looks just like his son. That's why Simon Pegg is in the movie. You mean the dad? The Scotsman. So in a dad, he playing a dad. He would be playing a son in the comic book. Uh, they okay. based Simon Pegg. He in if you read the comic book, Simon Pegg's in the comic book. Just like was wanted, Eminem was the main character. Or like Nick Fury is Samuel Jackson. Yeah. No, but that way. one was for sure. No, no, this no, is no, for no, sure. for sure too. I know that. Yeah. I'm saying like they, they knew Pegg. what was gonna happen with, with <laughs> yeah, Samuel they Jackson. Did. Yeah. They just uh, waited too long for the boys, so yeah. Simon Pegg had Simon to... Pegg was older, so he couldn't play the the son. What's the name? The main guy's name? Huey. 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 Scotsman Huey. Yeah, there you go. Simon Pegg is Huey in the comic book. Easily. I mean, it's not even like it's kind of based off of him. No, they stole Simon Pegg's image and used it in the comic book. I and mean, they call him the Scotsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huey. So, uh, last little bit of news before we go ahead and end the show. Uh, and this is my toy news. Mattel has announced that Masters Universe Origins line, which are taking the old He-Man figures and adding an articulation into the figure. So they're going to have, have el- fully articulated jaws and hips. They have hips. They have knees. They have. Uh, shoulders they have wrists they have elbows they have head joints where they actually can move um they have announced the whole entire line they're gonna and this is gonna be retail for 15 dollars so you can buy these at walmart target he-man has not been in a retail store in probably 
15 plus years um so this is big news for i'm a big he-man guy so i'm pretty excited about that and then to kind of jump on to that news masters of the universe also announced through, through mattel that they are making a masters of the wwe I think it's what they're called. So they're going to be wrestling figures that take place in Eternia. Um, they're going to be John Cena, Sting, Triple H as He-Man characters. I got to say, it's really cool to see these two fantasy worlds come together and just kind of collide. Like Sting? No, not a scorpion tail. Claws. Clawful I, hands. Claw hands. It's uh, the best. Roman Reigns has a uh, his finishing move is a Superman punch, so he has like Fisto's glove. Uh, New Day, which is tag team guys, you might have seen him like Xavier Woods. He's a big video game guy. Uh, he's Manny Faces since there's three of them, and you turn their head, all three of their faces is inside of Manny Faces. You so gotta, awesome. You gotta appreciate how clever they were with these. Um, <laughs> so yeah, those are coming out sometime between the end of this year and beginning of next year, and that's the news that we have from Comic Con 2019. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. Uh, we have Discord. We'll have a new podcast hopefully in the next two to three weeks. Did you want a rating on iTunes? Yeah, go rate us on iTunes. Like, uh, leave like us with a star rating. Did you want all the stars? Leave us all the stars on iTunes or whatever podcast app you are using. Uh, we have been your host. I am Starf Chris. I'm Critter. I'm Danger. And good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds.